0: Welcome to the podcast, Strategize Your Business Online. I am your host and digital marketing strategist, Dee Boswell-Buck. My guest today is real estate agent, Karen Parchment, who works with women, millennials, and families in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. They are looking to buy, sell, rent, or invest in property in the local community. She has been following the real estate market for over 15 years, and in the middle of the COVID pandemic, decided to get her real estate license. To date, Karen has served clientele finding them homes they love. If you are looking for a Greater Toronto Area realtor who is friendly, diligent, and passionate about helping you achieve your real estate goals, then Karen is the realtor for you. When she is not helping her clientele make the next real estate move, Karen can be found spending time with her family and friends on Clubhouse as a speaker and co-moderator. Today, we're gonna get valuable insight on how to leverage the social media platform Clubhouse for business. You're gonna love this episode. You're listening to Strategize Your Business Online. Designed for entrepreneurs like yourself who are looking to get more visibility strategically for your business in the online space. I'm Dee Boswell Buck, digital marketing strategist and founder of Boswell Buck Creative. Karen, welcome to the podcast.
1: Thank you so much for having me, Dee. How are I'm, you?
0: I'm wonderful. How are you?
1: I'm great. You know, it's a great day to be in the GTA.
0: It is. The weather's beautiful. So, Karen, if you can, if we can get started, tell me more about you. Who are you and what do you do?
1: Well, I am a serial womanpreneur and I love saying that because I have been a serial entrepreneur since 2009. I actually had to think about that the other day. And I've had several businesses throughout, and some of them succeeded, some of them not so much. And, you know, all throughout, actually, before COVID, I was thinking of what I wanted to do next. And real estate, as passionate as i am about it thought now is the time to as i call it jump in the boat burn the bridge and move forward with my career in
0: real estate well i'll have a, if i can interrupt you for a quick second like what was so interesting about real estate
1: i love the whole process about it Actually, when I was in university, I would be the girl on the go bus because I commuted instead of studying for my class or doing homework. I was actually flipping through real estate magazines, like envisioning where I would put when you look at the floor plans, envisioning where I would put furniture, how I would lay out things. And we're talking like even from like a one bedroom condo all the way up to a four bedroom house. And I had that vision that I could picture where things were going to go, how people were going to live their lives in these homes. And I could tell my friends and family just from like vibing with them, what would work for them and what wouldn't. And people still to this, like up until I got my license were coming to me and being like, so what's the next project coming up in such and such area? Because everyone knew I've been following real estate for years. I actually had a girlfriend of mine. She lives in Vancouver, and she had me guess how much her condo was worth, and I guessed it like within $100,000. Wow,
0: that's awesome. If you can explain more about your journey, because did you say that you got into it before
1: COVID? Yes. So I was a real estate receptionist, approximately, I don't want to date myself about 15 years ago through university. And that's where like my real estate bug really heightened for me. And one of the prominent real estate agents in my community at the time, she saw me flipping through the magazines and I got in trouble. I actually, I thought I was getting in trouble and I actually hid them. And she was like, no, 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 no. I'm impressed. And I was shocked. And she took me under her wing and she showed me like the whole process and everything of how it works and if I wanted a career in real estate. And at the time I told her, I said, you know what? I'm like, I'm really curious about it because eventually I want to buy and invest and create that generational income and that I can pass down to generations and generations moving forward. And then from that, I went on to pursue my university degree as a career. And fast forward over a decade later, now here I am developing a career in real estate. Unfortunately, she passed away, but I know she's shining down, looking on me as I'm doing it.
0: Oh, that's awesome. So when did you start it, Karen? Karen?
1: Start getting my license? Yeah, when did you
0: start? Yeah, start getting your license and go all in as a realtor.
1: So I actually thought about doing this back in September of 2019. And for those of you who aren't familiar, you used to get your license through Oria the Ontario Real Estate Association. As of September 2019, they were closing down that program and switching it over to be through Humber College to be more regulated. So they said to me, well, we have this new program and you can start it. And I've been a guinea pig of programs in the past. For example, I graduated high school the first in the double cohort to do it in four years. Wow. And I did not wanna be that kind of guinea pig again. So I said, I'll wait until January. So I actually started in January of 2020. I wrote my first exam in person. A week later, the world shut down.
0: Wow. So how did that affect you?
1: Well, in the beginning, I didn't really think it was going to affect me. So I was like, because the courses are online based, go at your own pace. And I said, well, I'm going to keep going and do the courses. Fast forward, I reached the end of course two. They have no online exam program in place. I had to wait six weeks. And that's where the timeline extended. Through the Humber program, you can get your real estate license in six to eight months. Because of COVID, it took me 10. But However, I persevered and kept going. And here I am, fully licensed, several deals later, ready to serve and
0: to do more. That is amazing. So, you know, you talked about the world shutting down. So for those who are listening at the time of recording, we are in the midst of a pandemic and things shutting down in Ontario, Canada, like many places in the world. You know, lots of businesses went on lockdown. There were stay at home orders. And I mean, that is amazing that you talk about, you know, where you went to get educated for this. And like a lot of us, we were not ready for this lockdown. I mean, who would have known we would have been in a pandemic? And a lot of businesses, including places where we go to, you know, expand on our education, they had to do a pivot. So you should have taken like, what was it, six months, six to eight months? And it took you like over or 10 months to do it right? So I'm sure that it, took,
1: it did take 10 months. And I thought several times I was going to be making this big announcement on my next journey through my serial entrepreneurship journey. And with that, I kept having to post to my friends, my family, people who previous did business with me, that I'm delayed. And normally, one delay You're like, oh, I can do this. I can keep going and all of that. The second time I got derailed, to be honest, I felt a little uneasy about it. And I was like, is this really for me? Should I keep going? Like many people who get derailed several times. But I'm going to tell you, just keep going. No matter what, keep going because I saw the light at the end of the tunnel. It may have taken a little bit longer than I thought it would have been. But I did it.
0: I think about this cartoon, this little comic that I see online, and it shows that somebody is about to give up and he's chipping away at a mo- in a mind. And he's given up and he has like just like one centimeter to go before he gets to that light at the end of the tunnel. So it's so awesome that you didn't give up and you know it's, it's
1: great and that's why that is such a great metaphor because when you can't see the light or I've actually seen a video where this guy couldn't do a hundred 180 yards in a football field and the coach blindfolded him and he kept going and kept going because he couldn't see where he was going. And as the coach is talking to him, he's like, I can't do this, I can't do this. It's like, you can, you only got like such and such far to go. And he reached and he was like, I can't do this anymore. And the coach was like, but you reached. And he took off the blindfold and he realized that he did the whole 180 yards. Like it's a very powerful video if anyone can find it on YouTube, it is such a great inspirational video to watch to keep you going on your journey. I love that.
0: So now you continued through. Great. And you help women and millennials when it comes to real estate. Now, why did you decide to focus on this market uh, specifically?
1: Specifically, I focus on women, millennials and families. I picked Women and millennials. One, I am a woman. Two, I'm also a millennial. And three, I'm also on the path to starting a family. So I thought all of those three are in alignment with myself and that I can best serve those because I've been through the process before and I know what it's like. And I'm here to help the good. And to take you through what is now because of the lockdown from 2020 moving forward, the what we're calling the new normal, manage the process and to have fun along the way so that you're not like, oh, I didn't get the house. Or I'm here to celebrate when we get the house and like pop the champagne and and do all that. Like it's supposed to be a fun process.
0: So, I always hope for this podcast to be very inspirational. And I have a question like, when it, you know, houses or homes, they're so expensive. Rents, rent is so expensive. What are the major struggles that somebody who would be starting out in terms of finding out, finding a home, what is the major strug- struggle or mindset that they're going through? And what would you say are the biggest misconceptions that they would have? Like right now I'm thinking that maybe somebody would say, I can't get into this market. If you can, can expand on that. I
1: expand on that. So the number one thing I hear is I don't have the 20% down payment. I'm never going to be able to afford a home. You don't need 20%. You can own a home with as little as a 5% down payment. And a lot of people don't realize that. As well as, yes, rent is at an all-time high. However, we sit down and I help you prioritize your list of what I call your must-haves and then your wants. And I tell you, in your must-haves, this is the range that you are looking for. So for example, I'm currently helping a family. They're growing their family. They're expecting a baby. And we started out looking at condos. And based on the feedback, I actually said, you're more geared towards a townhouse or a house. And they're like, but our budget, we can't afford a house. And I said, actually, you can. It may not be a house with like a big backyard and all like all the bells and whistles that you're looking for, but there are houses out there in your price range. They're called townhouses or semi-detached. And they're more or linked houses. A lot of people don't realize. And once I sat them down and I showed them, We're now looking at a townhouse and I help to expand their horizons because a lot of people think that they can only get so much for what their budget can afford them.
0: Interesting. So another thing that I'd like to ask you is like, what is the biggest misconception that people have about working with a real estate agent? I see so many signs out there where it's like you can sell your home on your own and people are thinking, I'm going to save on that percentage that I have to give up to a real estate agent. So what is the benefit of going with a realtor versus selling or buying so a So for on the selling
1: rent? process, because they're actually very different. So from the selling process, a realtor like myself is here to help take away the stress and overwhelm of you having to be present for every single showing. That's we, we do that. As well, we also help you, as we call it, go through those people and make sure that they're qualified because some, especially in the rental market, they're looking for people who have things like AAA credit, other like gainfully employed, things like that. So we help you go through that process to make sure that you're getting the people or the family that you want to reside in your home while you are living elsewhere. I've seen many times where a homeowner thinks that they can do this whole process on their own. And when I meet them and I bring clients to see them, they're like, oh, I'm so stressed out. I'm so overwhelmed because I have like 50 people contacting me a day. I have a full-time job. I have a family. I have other properties to manage. And I tell them, I'm like, I'm here to help. I'm here to take away That stress, that overwhelm. So at the end of the day, I just come to you and I say, here are the offers. And I also give my best opinion of who I think is also suited for the property and that will maintain the property up to your standards while you're living elsewhere. Or if it's a seller listing their home for sale, that This is the people that are going to carry on the legacy of your home. Because that's what a lot of people don't realize when they're going through this multiple bidding process is that a seller doesn't always pick the highest price. They pick the people who they believe will be able to carry on the legacy of what they have built in that home. As well for a buyer, the biggest misconception that I find is that they think that they have to pay a real estate agent. A buyer actually, in most cases, 90% of the case, does not pay the real estate agent a fee. The fee comes from the seller or the landlord. We are simply here to guide you through the process, to negotiate the best price for you, to educate you on the market if you're not as market savvy, And as well to take, again, take away the stress and the overwhelm of looking for multiple properties while you're working, while you're taking care of your family, while you're busy packing, because you need to focus on all of those things. And that's what we're here to do is to help you so that you can focus on taking care of yourself. So actually, hiring a realtor, in my case, I see it as a form of self-care to yourself.
0: Yeah, I have to say that, you know, at the end of the day, when it comes to any type of, well, mostly any type of service, it's the service that you need and the time and peace of mind that you're going to get. Those are absolutely factors. I'm really glad that you're able. Yeah. You know, we're both on Clubhouse. I'm just going to go straight on into it. (laughs) I just got on on the Clubhouse app very recently because right. I am Team Android. I so Clubhouse before is a social media platform and it was available only to those who have, I guess, who have an iPhone. And honestly, Karen, I was contemplating about purchasing an iPhone like just for that. It's kind of like selling my soul. What the heck? And I'm like looking at the lowest price phones and all this stuff. And I'm thinking, oh my gosh, I got to learn a new platform because I really wanted to get on it and learn about the phone. And then they let me in. It was like high school. You're worthy. I'm able to hang out with the cool cats. So you're on Clubhouse and I saw that and I followed you on Clubhouse. And I would like to go deep into this social media platform. You are very active. Sometimes I'm on, like my notifications are off. But I do see, like, I don't hear the sound, yes. but I do see that you pinged me. What is a ping? But you, you pinged me. So I want you to tell me, what is Clubhouse? And what is the best okay. way to get started? So
1: first off, I'm team iPhone. So I have been on Clubhouse <laughs> almost since it launched. And the reason why I got into Clubhouse, Clubhouse is, let's say, if networking and podcasts have a baby. That is clubhouse. So what clubhouse, you get the opportunity to network in these rooms. Sometimes with 21 person, it could even be hundreds of people and you all vibe off of one another. However, all they see of you is the photo that you put in your little circle. So You can go and be a part of Clubhouse, but you don't have to get all dressed up. You don't have to put on, well, for women, you don't have to put on makeup. We don't have to do our hair. We don't have to worry about, oh, is our Zoom going to be okay? Are we going to be visibly seen? Get our ring lights ready. All you got to do is sit there with your headphones in or your mic on speaker and have a great Wi-Fi connection and you're in the room. Most of these rooms, there's two different types of clubhouse rooms that I call it. So I have certain rooms where I co-moderate and I'm a speaker. And then I have other rooms where I go in simply to listen. And so I'm a part of these rooms actively. And this did not come easy. So when I first joined clubhouse, I turned on all the notifications, all the settings, all the everything I wanted the full experience. And within a week, I was overwhelmed. And I can understand why you don't hear the pings anymore. Because trust me, I was at a point where I turned off all the pings, (laughs) because I was overwhelmed by it. And educated myself properly on Clubhouse, and realized how to set the notifications. So I will actually only hear a sound if someone pings me to be in a room. So a ping is when you get a notification to join a room. And on Clubhouse, there are community rooms, they're members of like 10 to 100, 500 people depending on the community and they're all geared towards different topics and these topics are based all along the people that you follow. So if you follow a lot of wellness people you'll notice a lot of the rooms that pop up on the explore page as I call it they're all going to be about like wellness, meditation, being mindful If you're following a lot of entrepreneurs, you're going to see a lot of like community networking rooms because those are where most people tend to follow. And so it's all based on who you're following. And this is why I tell people on Clubhouse, don't necessarily go and follow everybody that you know because everybody likes their own things. You need to follow people that you have the similar interest to. So not only will you end up in the same rooms where you can engage and converse with each other, but you will end up seeing all the rooms that are actually for you and geared toward you and what you want to be a part of.
0: I'm going to interrupt. That is interesting about what is your tip there about following others. Because I mean, when I did get started, I was following people that I know. However, I was like, even though I know a lot of people, I was following the individuals who, you know, I already enjoy seeing their content, or I enjoy the conversation. So I, you know, in terms of getting started, I think I started off. Okay. So you're on Clubhouse, and you talk about how to follow others. How is it that you should be seen so that people follow you or should that be something that you're focused so
1: this is where co moderating rooms and being a speaker in a room is beneficial if you want to be seen so when you go into these rooms some of these rooms have the opportunity for you to be invited up on stage as we call it so they have like a plat there's it within the room there are three tiers So there's a tier for all the moderator and the speakers on, in quotes, the stage. Then there are listeners who follow the speakers. And then there are what are called others in the room. And the others are the people who've come into the room to investigate, to see who's in there, see what it's like, take a listen. They may eventually come up on stage or they may just be there to see what the room's all about. And those are the three tiers. The way how you get seen the most is to obviously be on stage and the more you talk and the more you engage and people resonate with you, the more likely they are to follow you.
0: Okay, interesting. So funny story. So I got on Clubhouse and you know, it was lunchtime. I was having a burger, Karen. I was in the backyard. My daughter was beside me and you know, I got I have a really nice mm-hmm. headshot photo. So, a great photographer I worked with. So that's my my clubhouse photo. Maybe it looks really great, but somebody kept, somebody got onto the stage and then he kept on calling to the stage. First of all, so I'm just saying this, putting this out there in case anybody's a little bit shy. I can be a bit shy. And the person must have tried to call me to the stage like five or six times and finally said, somebody said, maybe she's on the bus or maybe she's in the office working. But I just ignored the person and I sat through it. And my friend who was co-moderating the room, I was like, oh my goodness, like, is that what Clubhouse is all about? And she's like, you know, you did the right thing and you don't have to come up. But it kind of scared me from the app for a little bit, but I will be jumping back in. But I just wanted to put it out. No,
1: and that's why I said there's three different tiers within the room, because some people just come in, they want to listen, they don't necessarily want to, as I call it, vibe or converse with people right off the start. And I'm very happy now that Clubhouse has a feature that will let people know in the room first time on Clubhouse. So it's like a little celebration, like microphone with like confetti coming out of it. And it lets people like myself know it's your first time. So won't necessarily invite you up onto the stage. If you want, there's a little button at the bottom right hand side that you can raise your hand. And if you raise your hand, that lets us know you want to come up on stage, you want to converse with us. And based on the room, you'll get invited or sometimes there may be too many people already on stage. So you'll have to wait till next time. Because for me, in other rooms, how I got up on stage was I would come into the room right when the room started, raise my hand. And that's how I started becoming a speaker. And now I'm at the co moderator stage. So it's not like, you just dive in headfirst, there is a process to getting yourself acclimated with Clubhouse.
0: And it sounds like it's a really great way to, you know, improve on your speaking skills. It it is
1: because for people who are not so fond of public speaking, they get to public speak without actually facing an in-person crowd. And it's okay because a lot of the conversations are authentic, they're original, and you feel at ease. You don't feel like in that professional public speaking mode. Right.
0: So Karen, why would somebody want to start a club? And do you have I'm in the process
1: of starting a club because I have a following of over a hundred. So this is the process that I've gotten to is that when you first start off with clubhouse, Don't come in expecting to start off a club right at the beginning. There is a process within Clubhouse to getting a club. You actually have to get approved to have a club. So with that, you can create rooms. And you can also create rooms within clubs if the club organizer allows you to do so. So there are those two options. For me, because I've now built up my following, I believe I am at the... I'm at the level that I want to create a room. I'm thinking about what my topic's going to be to make sure that it's not something that's already on Clubhouse and that it'll resonate with my following at the same time.
0: So I just, I'm making a mental correction for myself because I said, why would somebody want to start a club? But really it's to start a room. Got it. Okay, perfect. Now, how could one leverage Clubhouse for their business?
1: So how you can leverage Clubhouse in Clubhouse, you have a bio section. If you go to my bio section, my Clubhouse handle is at home in the GTA, and you will see my full bio. You will also see all of the ways that I can help you, and also all of the value ads that I provide, like a free buyer's guide, a free seller's guide. I'm also a editorial and personal fashion stylist. So I'll do free consultations. I provide all of that in my clubhouse bio. And the trick is at the top of your bio, within when you're in a room or a club, other people right off the bat can see the first three lines of your bio. So mine is, hi, I'm Karen. Second is, I'm a editorial wardrobe fashion stylist. And then the third is I'm here to help you find a home in the GTA as a realtor.
0: Love it. I'm going to be looking at your bio and getting some tips and editing mine. So this is really awesome. Thank you so much, Karen. Now, I want to know, I want to swing back to what it is that you do. Now, what are the top lessons or feelings that your clients walk away with after they work with you?
1: The top feelings, they feel amazing, and that I put them at ease throughout the whole entire process of finding their home. Because I always say, many can find you a house, I'm here to find you a home, somewhere that you want to spend a lifetime creating memories, putting down roots, you know, even like for those who are families, bringing home your babies, all of those milestones, I'm here to help you do
0: that. I love that. Karen, I wanted to know, do you have anything that you want to highlight that you want to let us know about that you have going on?
1: Absolutely, I have two things. Something that that holds near and dear to my heart is I am working with Easter Seals Canada and their initiative to send children who live with disabilities to camp in 2022. They have a camp every year because of COVID. Unfortunately, they didn't have a camp last summer. And I do not believe they have a camp this summer. So I am fundraising to send as many children as possible to camp. My personal goal is $2,000. And I'm hoping to raise much more than that over the next year to help send as many kids to camp as possible because my dear nephew, God rest his soul, went to a camp like Easter Seals and I loved having him come back every year and see the smile on his face and I wanna do that for children and I also want to help give parents who help their children with disabilities that time that they can spend Focusing on themselves while their child or children are away so that they can also better serve them for the remainder of the year. My other initiative is that I have a complimentary five week sellers challenge where I help take the stress and overwhelm from homeowners and help you get the most money possible for your home so that you can, as I call it, move on up into something bigger and better.
0: I love it. Thank you. Thank you for everything that you're, you do for children. And, you know, I, I really, for anybody who's looking to buy a home, definitely take a look at that challenge. And we're going to have the link to that on my website as well. So, Karen, how can people find out more about you? Where's the best place for them to find you and follow you and learn more about you?
1: To follow along my real estate journey day to day, you can follow me on Instagram at at home in the gta as well as visit my website at home in the gta.com and then reach out to me i am on facebook linkedin and you can see me on clubhouse and who knows maybe we'll be in a room together sometime
0: definitely so the next time i get pinged i will definitely respond thank you so much for being on the podcast karen it was great it was having my you. pleasure
1: thank you so much for having me on
0: Thank you for listening to strategize your business online. If you found value in what you heard today, please leave us a review and feel free to share this podcast with someone you think who would love it. You just might get a shout out on an upcoming episode. Make sure to subscribe so you automatically get notified when a new episode is released. Do you find the online space challenging when it comes to increasing your brand's visibility? Visit my website and register for my monthly free masterclass or connect with me on Instagram. You can head over to dboswellbuck.com and you'll find all the links that you need right there. It's always my goal to align your business goals strategically with your online presence. We'll see you on the next episode.